Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Doom Thugs <laughs> Podcast. That is the number one podcast in Delco. Uh, this is episode number 238. Coming to you live March 2nd, 2019 from the Doom Thugs headquarters located right here. Beautiful and scenic and safe and a good place to raise your family, Gardendale. Uh, you can move in for just a small tribute to me, Block Captain. My name is Michael Antonelli here, of course, as always, with my co-host, Harrison uh, Flateo. This is just a first day of school joke right there. <laughs> it was always Harrison F- here. It's pronounced Flato. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Doing good. You related to Harrison Ford. Get that all the time. <laughs> yes. My, I, did I ever say on the show, I know I've said this to a million times to a million different people, but my running joke is that everyone named Harrison is involved in a Highlander style battle where oh. if you kill another Harrison, you absorb their power. And Harrison Ford is obviously at the very top. He's number one. He's number one. So you sabotage his plane or whatever? Yep. Yep. He was at a plane crash, right? He was. I think he was also in a helicopter crash. Or uh-huh. maybe it was just a helicopter crash. I know he also crashed the Millennium Falcon, am yep. I right? <laughs> it's a little Star Wars reference um, for this Saturday afternoon. Be doing well? Yeah. Let's bring in our guest, okay? Let's do it. Uh, it's been a little while since he's been here, but you know he's always in our hearts and on our minds. He's a great guy. The young KD. Of course, we're talking about Kyle Davis. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invite, Mr. Mayor. Uh, happy to also, have you. Uh, also known as Kyle Eagle. Kyle Eagle. <laughs> of these fucking... It didn't make the video, but uh, I would like to say that his finisher is called the Kyle Driver. Ah, very good. What is it? Um, so it's like a pile driver, but it's the Kyle driver, uh, it, Kyle uh, driver. It, it works. It's a pun in two ways. It's a pun on pile, but it's also a driver like golf. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's the best, uh, type like of a finisher. Go- golf motion. Yeah. Just chuck somebody out of the ring. Yeah. That's a good one too. <laughs> so how are you, Kyle? What are we drinking today, fellas? What are you guys drinking? I'm of course drinking uh, smooth cures light cores light. Have they gotten back to you about any of the sponsorships? Absolutely deals? not. Well, but I'm not going to keep trying persist, until yeah. they block me on Persistence Twitter. beats resistance. Right. Yeah. right. Maybe I'll send them a handwritten letter. Uh, mm-hmm. But folks out there, if you have any connections with uh, Coors Light, looking for a sponsorship, okay? All I need is 100 k a year, and I'm willing to come off that number, if need be, and go all the way down to one t-shirt <laughs> anywhere in between i'm happy with but what are you drinking you're drinking something special it's a uh, a levante a tickle parts tickle parts IPA. so uh you picked it up on thursday tapped it up at the house and it's pouring nice and fresh right now you were telling me that's a local company right westchester yeah it's like uh behind kelly sports off 202 Ah, yes. Like back in that industrial park kind of area. Yeah, so it's yeah, just yeah. like a, it's the the West Coast kind of uh, industrial park brewery where it's just a, you know, a garage door opening up. Ah, uh, yeah. They have it there. It's just a tiny little tap room, no food. They just roll in the food trucks. Mm. Oh, um, nice. But they're doing a great job. They've been around for like five years, five five years, I think. And they they make great beer. So yeah. this is this is one I enjoy a lot. What do you think, Harrison? It's really smooth for an IPA. There you go. It's uh, yeah. 
I mean, it's got that hoppy bite to it, but it's it's not hard a to get more down. more citrusy. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Did I ever tell the story of the first and only time I went to Two Stone Brewery in Aston? I don't remember it. Uh, so, first of all, I was trying to be a hero when I drove there. I'm like, oh, it's on Concord Road. I know that road. Drove on there. Um, so, Two Stone, it's in a sort of it's, it's, it's it's similar. It's industrial yeah, yeah. park, mm-hmm. except it's hidden behind some foliage. And so, like, I didn't realize that's what it was, so I drove past it, and then I realized that Concord Road basically ends at 95. Yep. And mm. if you yeah. if you don't turn, like, immediately, you'll get on the 95. Yeah. So now I'm, like, panicking, and I find some, like, weird turnout that also happened to be next to a graveyard. Okay. Turn around, pop on my GPS, drive past it again, even with the <laughs> GPS on, have to flip around a third t- or a second time. I get there, and my GPS is like, okay... Now you're in this industrial park, so then just go left. And I go left, and I see... It's all the way at the end. I see uh, just a handful of people in this sort of, like, backyard garage area, and there's no cars around. I'm like, that's weird. Where are all the other cars? Like, where are these people's cars? Oh, you were probably in the back of the building. I was in the back of the yeah. building, but I still parked there. Uh-huh. And then I walked through the garage, and everybody's giving me the stank eye, like, you don't belong in the back part here. Yeah, yeah. you're in the... So you're walking <laughs> through the brewery? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. And then That's I... Awesome. Well, there That's was funny. a woman there at a table who looked yeah. like... It looked like... Because in the back, in the parking lot in the back, there was like a um, fire pit and some uh, beanbag toss, some cornhole. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And there was a woman sitting in the brewery at a table with like some sort of crap on the table. I forgot what it was. But um, I'm like... Might have been Jill, their taproom manager. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm not even here to get beer. I'm here to get a t-shirt and some stickers, please. And then so she points me to the main taproom. <laughs> I walk in there. It's mobbed. I'm like, oh, here's all the people. Yeah. And then there's some windows, and I'm like, oh, that's where the parking lot is. It's all I'm under the rest of the cars. So now I'm in this mobbed bar because it's like 5 p.m. and like it just opened, and everybody's like there for happy hour and food, and I'm just like. I like I elbow my way up to the bar and I'm like, excuse me, can I have a T-shirt and some stickers, please? <laughs> <laughs> so they get the which T-shirt you get one. They have a good one. That says uh, made with 100 percent water. Water. I got the one, one that says made in Delco. I got it for there my brother go. who lives, you know, out west. Just that's a little. little... I've I bought that same T-shirt for Leah. Yeah, Leah has that made in Delco one. Oh, uh, and I also got the sticker. And the funny thing was the T-shirts they have are all on the other side of the bar, mm-hmm. and they're in this like they're in these lockers. And it's basically like there's a hanger of all the t-shirts, yeah. and then it tells you what locker you're in, but it's really poorly lit. Uh, so then I had to pull out my cell phone, yeah. use the flashlight. You just to were leak. the super cool guy <laughs> yes. that evening. This whole time it's happening, I'm thinking, like, I hope my car doesn't get towed because I'm definitely not parked legally right oh, now. God, they have Harrison. darts. They have darts over there, which I love. I love yeah. when a brewery has darts. It's, a good, it's just like a, the perfect brewery game, in my opinion. Darts are very fun. Yeah. I used to play i used to be on a they, they have the electronic ones uh, but, it, okay. but it's pretty good it's okay. it's the better well not the one that like bounces out every single every time, time yeah. and then the score still gets <laughs> registered yeah, yeah that's a joke but uh i do my friend had one of those like a toy one and it was before long we were just you know we were a little destructive chris chris and i and just like throwing the darts at like full speed like, <laughs> but uh i used to play darts um on a team for sweeney's pub sweeney's mm. i was on the b team there's actually two teams and, so we were in like a, a delco league uh, so you travel a lot i saw a lot of uh delco bars that i normally would never see the inside of but uh copley's i got to be in mm. uh 
place in Aston Mills called PJs. Um, and I played a lot, threw a lot of darts, never got any better. <laughs> I was terrible when I started, and I was terrible. You never brought it home? You never got your own dartboard? Nah. No, no, no. But I, I mean, I worked, I was at the bar every Thursday because I worked there. Sure. And it was pretty dead, so I would throw a lot of darts. And mm. it was just like something just wouldn't never click. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't fix. See, I think it was it was junior year of college. We, my roommate and I, we put a dartboard in our apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enhanced the uh, the evenings. So are you good at it now? You seem like you'd decent. be good at darts. <laughs> decent. Any, I mean, my hand eye is decent. So yeah. you gotta hit those little golf the, balls. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. You're a peak yeah. athlete. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel day to day? Like your back and your all those twists. It's a violent. The golf swing's a violent motion. Yeah, but I don't play golf very much. I, think, I mean, you've yeah. played a lot in your life. Do you have yeah, any residual no. effects, or you feel nothing like... more than any other out of shape thirty two year old? I don't think. All right, right. I wouldn't <laughs> know about that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Clearly wouldn't. Well, listening to all your uh, all the hockey talk. Yeah, it makes, makes me think about getting some fresh skates and seeing if the team needs some help, bro. New, our new season starts tomorrow. Actually, oh, wow. spring league. Nice. I ended last season playing the best hockey I've played since like 2004. So I'm excited to hopefully roll that into Lace the next up. season. Uh, are you thinking about? What do you think about getting going back on the ice? Yeah, nice. Ice. You should. You should. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean, I love. Grew up fourth grade through ninth grade, played a shitload of hockey. You were a goaltender, right? No, no, you weren't. No, it was defense. I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always liked hockey more than golf, but yeah. I was just way better at golf. And, right, you know, just like short little white kid from the suburbs. That's where the money's made. Right. Out on stick the with the golf versus yeah. it's cheaper. Uh, I mean, golf's not cheap, Mm-mm. but neither is hockey. No. no. You know what's cheap? No. Shot put. You just get a uh, twelve pound, twelve pound iron ball. Find a field. Find a field. There just you go. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I know we've joked about it, but I I often think about buying a shot put and going out and throwing it again. Go do it. Um, because that was the only sport I was ever remotely good at. So uh, I'd, I'd have to check my uh, my phone, but I know I think uh, there's a fresh uh, ep- episode of Bar Rescue coming out. Oh, is that true? Yeah, on Paramount. Is that, is that uh I just I'll have to check in the I'll check in the break to see what they said the date was, but I think it's coming up. And uh, they're I've, finally start then they're supposed to start rolling us in finally. You're gonna be oh. featured. Yeah, so we're gonna see what happens there. Hopefully this investment works out. Yeah, really? right? Exactly. Taffer doesn't come cheap. No okay? sir. <laughs> They actually they sent a poll out to the franchise base, you know, to start or to the regional directors, be like, you know, start thinking about. We'd like to hear your ideas and what we think it would, what what's been good about it or bad about it. So, I'm sure that'll be just that's where I, in April when I got to go to Missouri, I'm sure that'll be a uh, topic of discussion. Uh, we were talking Springfield, Missouri, St. Louis, St. Louis, the the, the gateway to the West. Yep, mm. I heard they have great barbecue. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. I'll have to hit that. I assume you're going to hit some brewery. Is it Anheuser-Busch is located out there? It is. Yeah, I've actually, I've been, my grandparents took me there because my grandpa wanted to go. Oh, that's We went cool. along when I was like 13. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Did you fly so, out? 
Well, I'd fly, when I was younger, I used to spend like three-ish, three, three and a half weeks with my grandparents every summer. So I'd fly out to Chicago by myself. Your grandparents lived in Chicago. They live in Wheaton, Illinois, okay. which is a southwestern suburb. South side. Yeah. Okay. Southwestern suburb of the city. Like 35-ish minutes outside of downtown. So equivalent of like living here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay. Are they always from there? Mm-hmm. How did you get out here? Uh, my mom met my father. They were both living and working at a company in New Jersey. Okay. Hmm. okay. And then dad got a different job, and or they moved offices or whatever. And they, so I was born in like north central Jersey. And then when we were six months old, we moved to Kennett Square. K Square, quaint little town. KSQ, yeah. Popping up another. Like, Another brewery going right in there. Really? Yeah, so now Kennett Square will have three. <laughs> it's, it's soon it's going to be all just breweries and vape shops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so is that your mom's dad or your dad's dad out in parents out in... Uh, mom's, mom's parents. Mom's parents dad's out in the parents middle. Dad's parents past. R.I.P. Uh, were they from New Jersey? They were from uh, Virginia. Mm. Virginia. The South. South, South Central Virginia. Gladys, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch Boston Common? I think I might have said this on the show before. I've watched Boston Public. Yeah. Okay. What's Boston Common? Boston Common was, I can't remember if the comic's name now at this point, but he was from Gladys, Virginia. Ah. And the joke out of he was stand up and then he got into um, like TV series. And um, his joke at the end of his stand up was always Doctor Ever told me if I had one day to live. Go back to Gladys, Virginia, because every day feels like an eternity. <laughs> That's rude. Uh, my um, mother recently did one of those uh, Ancestry.com gimmicks um, with the DNA and stuff. Yeah, 23andMe or something. Yeah, yeah, similar. Uh, but because it's always been a mystery where her mother, like her mother came from Mm. what her origins are uh, but still haven't found any of that but they were able to trace my my mom's dad's family all the way back to the like the 1700s in this country so like i've got some revolutionary war money waiting for me somewhere (laughs) you know what i mean yeah unless they were loyalists it's hidden with that oak island treasure Right. Yeah. Also, my grandfather was a Freemason. There you yeah. go. So I should, you know, run the world, yeah. right? Let me into the club. Oh, my granddad was a Freemason. Really? Um, after he passed, we were going through his stuff, and I found a VHS tape that was a recruitment video. Oh, what was that like? Oh, I wish I kept it. I was such a stupid yeah. youngster. I mean, I wasn't even that young. I was probably like early 20s when he passed, but... Um, Oh my god, it was the most cheesy, corny things like, join the Freemasons. It is a wonderful community of like-minded gentlemen. We don't do anything weird. We just (laughs) hang out and have handshakes. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you get to a certain level, we show you aliens. He also had a... uh, The the Freemason video is always interlinked in my mind with the tutorial video for the standalone word processor unit he had. Which is uh, basically a 13-inch CRTV <laughs> with a keyboard attached. Yeah. It's amazing. And Infuriating it was... to use. And Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It was a 13-inch television, keyboard attached, printer attached as well. Nice. So it's all-in-one TV printer unit. So you're basically yeah. typing like a typewriter, and then it comes out the top. Was it? Oh, God. Yeah. 
was it black screen with green uh green letters on it that's what i imagine no it was a white screen with black letters on it oh a little modern yeah it wasn't yeah it wasn't the uh the uh mac 2 green screen oh man i used to i uh, whatever i used to have a <laughs> The, the compute the printer the dot matrix printer and it's all one piece of paper and mm-hmm. you have to rip it apart god technology rules yeah you know what i mean uh you've been watching defunct land or you watched some of it i watched some of it yeah i watched the episode about the nickelodeon hotel oh yeah i just watched it on yesterday the star limos ride oh uh, yeah yeah i watched it <laughs> and um oh fuck what was the other one i watched oh about the jaws ride oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was interesting because um they were like, uh, there was rumors that the reason nothing's been built there now is because there's like certain microorganisms that's propped up or popped up over the course of the history of the ride, and now the EPA is protecting that land. Yeah, <laughs> I think their uh, their conclusion was that it uh, that was just a rumor. What do you talk? I have no clue what you guys are talking. There's about. a show on uh, YouTube. It's called Defunct Land, and this guy, uh, I don't know if this is his real name or his work name, but his name is Kevin Perjurer. Shout out to him because he puts these videos together about different uh, amusement park rides and attractions that have gone away, like that are defunct. Hmm. And um, he just goes into the whole history of them. And it's really, f- I love people that do shit like yeah. that. Like, it's, it's really well researched. Um, and the foot, there's all some footage and stuff. And yeah. it's like, you know, I'm sure he does well now because it's like season two and he has a, a well a stocked Patreon. Yeah. But when he's starting, it's like this dude's doing a shit fuck ton of work for these videos. And yeah. Just for, you know, put good shit out there, you know, right. what I mean? and get rewarded for it. But it's a very interesting, it's good YouTube content. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's, I like it because it's not my, like, I, 90% of what I watch on YouTube is just mindless video game shit. Yeah. And I, I, I'm trying to branch out more to, like, <laughs> a little bit more sub- substance. Like, you know, I'm not trying to. Hockey fights. Right. I'm That's not trying to. see what I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to figure out, like, the, the theory of the universe, but learning about these d- defunct theme park rides is a lot more mentally satiating than random video game shit. Right. It's good to use, you know, get the blood flowing to different areas yeah. of the brain sometimes. That's why, like, I do half a Sudoku once a month. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but there was... Uh, there is, <laughs> I watched this video that was like... Um, I watched some of this video, but it was like... Uh, super strategies for Street Fighter 2. Okay. And I thought it would be like a modern video but it was the most beautiful. It was like a VHS made in like the 90s when it came out. Yes. And it started with the most 90s kid with a a backwards hat, fucking shirt, probably a a, a sweatshirt tied around his waist and just like, (laughs) hey guys, I'm here at Capcom and we're going to teach you all the tricks and we're going to learn all the... And it was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But then it was like... Then he's like, guys, this video is for intermediate to expert players only. And then they started giving strategy, and I was like, I'm out of here. But it was, it was, made me feel good. Made me uh, happy to see that era. Um, uh, so, my favorite nostalgia stuff is old food packaging and candies mm, and stuff. So, yeah. there's a blogger I follow, and he also has an Instagram account, Dinosaur Dracula mm, or mm, Dino Dracula. Yeah. This guy is kind of nuts because he'll just like, keep a tin can of ecto cooler from 1991 and he still has it 
doesn't want to open it. <laughs> he has like old, shouldn't open it yeah, at this, this point. Yeah, you might. <laughs> he die. has like old like tasty cakes that were like tie in promotional to like the Batman movie. Like <laughs> it's crazy what he has and he's kept like. It's but it, wild, it, it like, makes me joyful yeah, because yeah. I'm like I have not seen this packaging since 1993. It's great when you see something and you're like, holy. F- this is a kind of different, but I just saw uh, there's a wildlife guy called Jeff Corwin. Uh, he used to come on late shows all the time. He used to always wear a blue shirt and khaki shorts, but he's like one of those funny guys that always <laughs> would bring on animals. And then I saw him on TV today, and I was like, Jesus, I forgot Jeff Corwin existed. Like, good day. Yeah. I was doing legs. I was getting pumped, and everyone was looking at me because I was wearing a thong. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I love that. Too. But it's crazy, like those guys that that save all that stuff. Like, what are they thinking in '93? Like, you know, the, it it didn't seem like it wasn't like I'm gonna post picture of these one day. It was just yeah. like, at that point, it was just like I'm gonna just keep all this stuff right to look at myself. You know what I mean? But now people, it's insane. Like, um, you could just buy that shit on eBay for right. five hundred dollars or mm-hmm. something like that. Or it's like, I'm so glad that people saved the Sunday Toys R Us flyers from, like, the 90s. Right. Like, right. seeing that stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. How does this not just get tossed? Right. Uh, I used to do that shit. I used to read Toys R Us catalogs like they were magazines. Like, yeah. I would save them. and uh, Every every Christmas, the Sears catalog. Yeah, yeah. The you, Wish you, Book. You kidding me? Oh, my God. You kidding me? I yeah. used to love going to Sears because they would have all the video game demos. Oof. No, the, all those televisions. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you know, you they, they like you can buy anything on eBay. You can buy like a a, a stand that has a CRT TV, a bubble over the console, and then two long ar- extending arms. Oh, like you're at fucking GameStop or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I have this weird memory that just came back to me of being in Sears, um, and there was a. The video game station. Mm-hmm. There's a game where you snowmobiled on it or something. And there's this kid uh, that was standing right in front of it, not moving, playing. And then I, for whatever reason, I was just lurking around. But I saw multiple people go up to him and look at it. And it, every single person that came by was like, yeah, I win every time. It's like the computer always tries to do tricks. I don't do any tricks. That's how you win the race. And he just, like, he told at least five people this, and I was just like, I'm six years old, but something seems weird about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought in my head he was wearing camouflage pants, but, you know, what can you do? I think, actually, I wanted to buy camouflage pants because um, the guy from MXPX wore them in the responsibility video, and I was very punk at that time. Right. I was not, a big punk. Not setting any point records, though, if he's not doing the tricks. You got, like, I'm sorry, we're having any speed. fun. Exactly. You know what it's I mean? All about I'm, I'm a little speed. confused. Was he, he was literally on a snowmobile that, like, it's like no, one of the ones. No. Oh. oh, no, it wasn't like the skate one where you're, like, on. No, the no, it was just, like, thing. on a PlayStation okay. or whatever. Oh. And he was just playing, and he was just every person that came by to either play with him or, or just stand in his general facility. He was like, yeah, the computer always does tricks. I don't do any tricks. That's how I win. It's like. <laughs> How long have you been here? <laughs> Where is your mom? Yeah, someone needs to come pick you up. You're hogging the extreme uh, snowmobile game. Yeah. At that point in my life, I might be confusing time periods, but there was a time where my 
absolute biggest fear and the way I knew I was going to die was in a public place during an earthquake. Mm. And I, and we were like upstairs at Sears. This had to be Granite Run. And uh, I was like, oh, God. And I remember like putting my hand on the floor and I thought like I was shaking. And I was like, this is it. Crying. Like my <laughs> sister was and her boyfriend like, man, we really regret taking you out with us. <laughs> this was, seems to be a mistake. But I was like, leave me alone. I'm 10 years younger than you guys. My parents, our parents were 10 years older when they had me. And I didn't care. It's not my fault I didn't have many rules. But look at me now. Barely employed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can you do? Am I right? Um, do you guys ever... You remember the movie Fargo? Do you guys ever see Fargo? Yep. Watched that the other day. Great. I mean, it's a, obviously a great movie. But it's like... It's tough to watch. Because uh, from the second it starts, there's so much goddamn tension in it. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Have you ever... Like, had to go to school or work, like, say, tomorrow or, like, two days from now. And you know when you go there, you're in trouble for something. So you have, like, something you're just not looking forward to. And it's coming, but it's not now. And you can't fast forward to it. But it's, like, you can't ever stop thinking about it. And your sleep sucks and you just have stress dreams. It's, like, that entire movie is that feeling. 100%. Yeah. So it's it was tough to watch, but I mean, what can you do? What's his name? William H Macy. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, it could be tough to watch if you're particularly sensitive to accents and you don't want to hear the uh Don't you know? Don't oh, you know? Minnesota. Yeah, just funny looking. I. <laughs> uh, what are you guys up to? You going to Vermont soon? You said, pal. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Actually, we'll be driving up there on uh, on my birthday. Nice. Happy birthday! A couple, couple Thursdays, the fourteenth. So, two not this Thursday, but the following. The fourteenth of March. Yep. Sagittarius. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what the? No, it's a. Uh, I'm in. I'm a Pisces. Pisces. I knew you were. I knew it. Yeah. You're no, such a Pisces. A, that was just a test. Yeah. yeah. Well, Let's uh, see if you knew. Yeah. So yeah. we were supposed to go up at the end of January, but. Uh, we looked at the weather like four days before, five days before we were going to go, or ten days before we were going to go, and it was trash. And one of Leah, Leah's great aunt had passed away, and the funeral oh. was going to be while we were gone. So she's like, "I would get disowned if I don't go to her." Skip funeral. the funeral, yeah, for a pleasure cruise. The South Philly guilt would have been uh, South Philly Catholic guilt would have uh, been too much to handle uh, for a long yeah, time. Yeah. So, um. But it's just amazing how easy I mean, it is because we had booked on Airbnb. Just bring up the app, and it's like, change dates. Uh, okay, these ones, sure. If Oop, guys apply. Me... And then it was like 40 extra dollars to change but do nothing else. It was like, oh, easy enough. That's. Let me Not tell you this, out. folks. If you're planning a trip and someone needs to be in charge of housing and you know Kyle... <laughs> Bring fucking Kyle. You're a beer Airbnb master. Yeah, we got, I think. Uh, when you did uh, Adam's bachelor party, was that an Airbnb house? Yep. And yeah. that was for like, what, eight, ten full grown men? Yeah. Okay. I think the number was ten. It wasn't that terribly hard to find? No. Okay. And it was great. Yeah, that one was a little weird, for sure. But uh, It was strange. But but it was you know it did the job all right? the re- all the resources that were possibly needed yeah and uh, a great backyard absolutely hot tub wonderful hot wonderful 
uh everyone had a bed it yep. it was uh it was fantastic yeah. i asked because um in early july a college buddy of mine's coming to the east coast because he got married and um He's doing one of those things where, like, I'm visiting East Coast family, so all you college buddies are on the East Coast, come visit. Sure. And so there's going to be, like, you know, it's not just dudes, but, like, eight to ten people, and I keep pushing for an Airbnb, so I'm like, yeah. I don't want to split everybody between hotels. Like, no. that's stupid. Absolutely. Everybody should just stay in an Airbnb. We'll all be one happy family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, do you get... Ugh. It was so good. Yeah, and we got a oh, good rating, right? We were good guests. Oh yeah, yeah. Type yeah, you always get gotta just treat just treat it like it would be your house. Right. Yeah. You'll yeah. always get invited back. I mean it's just it's too easy not to use, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, and we and any- it's like we have Leah and I pretty much now, unless like depending on where we're going, like if we're going for multiple days, like We'll get the you know we'll make sure to hit the checkbox like get the entire place like you're not sharing a space with somebody else but we'll still do that if we're just flying in and we're somewhere overnight right which we just haven't you know work's been the business has been super busy so business haven't had, haven't been traveling as much as we did three or four years ago but right. if we were going to stay somewhere just overnight you know flying in and going to be leave the next day then doing the shared space wouldn't bother us it's, right it's significantly cheaper yeah. and like those people you can like. We heavily read the reviews, you know, before we book anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's communication in advance, and you can figure out if it's going to be kind of a weird scenario. Or not. <laughs> like, are you guys weirdos or yeah. what? Yeah. But when we got, I mean, the weekend we got engaged when we were up in Vermont last, we were staying at a shared house. Like, there was the guy was still there. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we never saw him. We never met him. But oh, really? Yeah. Oh. We oh. just never crossed paths that timing in that way. So, which, whatever. Did you have a private entrance? No. Jeez, Hmm. that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I'm sure there's some weird things that happen in that world. Yeah. uh, We've been been lucky enough so far. Right. So, and then the one in Vermont, I think, does have, it's connected to the house, but it's a private entrance, like, um, you know, bedroom, apartment, suite kind of area. And you're going up there, you said, to look at... Potential wedding venues? The venues, well, we know where we're going to do the ceremony is just in the public park right on the waterfront. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. So it's free. That's awesome. There you go. Leah was, like, stressing a few months ago now at this point. She's like, I just, I don't know where, like, I want to be able to get the water. She's like, I want the water and the mountains. It's like, well, yeah. All right. There's only a few places (laughs) you can do that. (laughs) There's a lot of places you can do one or the other, but... um. But she was like, I just wish we could get married where we got engaged. Because I was like, pulled the trigger right on the waterfront there. Yeah. Um, in Burlington. And I was like, well, just call the parks. I was like, call Leslie Nope. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in Vermont. And, just, and sure enough, she called me back like an hour and a half later. She's like, we can do it. It's free. We just have to rent chairs. <laughs> like, Fuck yes. <laughs> so, but we're looking for a place where we can have after the, the ceremony. Because up in Vermont, it's going to be super small. We're trying to keep that number, even though it's pretty tough to like 50 it's it's which yeah you go and we're gonna keep it tight but then it just keeps growing and growing like a virus yep exactly so i think realistically it's gonna be like 55 60 ish total numbers in terms of invites and then five to eight won't won't come probably something like that so we're just looking for a place after the ceremony where we can go and drink more beer and just hang out yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm hoping i'm gonna start actually 
I actually have to stop procrastinating this week and just call some breweries up there because it's like a lot of the breweries they're big enough and like two two stones I've seen it a bunch of times at the uh, warehouse brewery um, <laughs> where they rent out or they'll have just a party in that back area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I figure if we talk to five or six of them, one of one them, of them's got to have a space. Yeah, here's, here's here's two grand. Let's just like rent your space for the day. Yeah, that yeah. seems like a fair trade. Yeah, and then we'll just get it catered with. A local barbecue joint or something like that. There you go. You got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah well. that's what. And then, bat in like September, um, we'll do a big party in this area mm. where it's just like invite you know invite all button. <laughs> there you go. There Everyone you go. comes and is more of just like a hangout afternoon. So Vermont means a lot to you guys, does it not? Yeah, we love that. It's a. It's just so such a beautiful state. Yeah. Leo was up there for five straight summers for right. school. Yeah, mm. so. And she was immersion program. So when she was up there, she was up there for six straight weeks or more. Yeah. Well, I guess four out of five years because one of the years she was in Paris. Um, I love Lee. We got to get her back on here. She's on Yeah. She should have just came. Oh. That was my uh, fault. Yeah. We take a little credit there, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she would, uh, when she was going up, the first, I mean, the first two years, she didn't have a car, so I would just drive up, yeah. and we spent like three or four days in and around Burlington, or yeah. Middlebury, the school was in Middlebury, so. Um, Never seen Middlebury? Sounds nice. <laughs> uh, it's 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 beautiful. Also sound like hobbits might live there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get a lot of scenery that could yeah, lead right? itself to, right? to such, absolutely. Very lush and beautiful, I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, some of our favorite breweries up there too. Just drive around and hit beer spots and and weed. Right? Is is Vermont a, a weed state? I think it's decriminalized. Uh, but why would I care about that? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just fun to do. <laughs> Go to a dispensary. Talk to a bud tender. Yeah. You know, oh, the, that's kind of what kind of yeah. blends you got here, bro? Yeah. And we'll be like, you know, man, I don't even know. <laughs> Put some CD CBD oil in my milkshake. <laughs> I was uh, where was I driving? I just you can order over. that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was coming back from uh, Game Pressure like... last night, and there was a billboard for CBD oil. Yeah, on uh, four seventy six. Hey, if it works for you, it works for you. Eh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Skeptic over there. <laughs> I don't know. I just think <laughs> I'm a little leery when something uh, if it fixes more than five problems then i'm a little like all right i don't think all these are true but it's it's i i've said this probably privately but it's honestly the 21st century snake oil it's the it's the tonic water that the guy's hawking from the back of his wagon that he travels from town to town in. here's the part of weed that doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) he's got he's got a business partner who's like the uh the plant in the audience yeah that doesn't seem like it'll work (laughs) well sir come on up and try it oh i could see i was blind (laughs) uh i'd try it again (laughs) (laughs) but it's just i mean vermont it's just the the air so clean crisp up there it's just not it's it's vermont polluted but not nearly as Right, yeah. What is there's one on the one highway when you're driving where we would always take to get into um to get into Vermont to go to Middlebury and drop Leo off there like, like as soon as you get into uh Vermont there's a billboard that says like even the gas station bathrooms are clean in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> I mean everywhere you go there's like four different recycling containers for all proper you know, they just 
they get it a little bit more up there, I guess, in terms of that. Yeah. Well, there's not like 18 bajillion fucking people either. That was the thing. Yeah, so, it's way less. You know, you're apples and oranges in a way yeah. also. I mean, that, those winters, the the, the further Ugh. up you get, the winters scare Fuck. more, scare yeah, more yeah, people yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. That's when we originally booked it. It was like, yeah, we're going to go the end of January. <laughs> and I started looking like three weeks in advance. I was like, it's going to be fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're not going to be like prancing around looking at venues. Right. It's going to be <laughs> walking as fast as fuck from the car. It's going to be inside. Ubering Damn. everywhere. Yeah, it's fucking miserable. Drop us off. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's like a Rochester Syracuse where they have like tunnels built into the cities. Yeah. I even saw on my Google feed it was like a, a couple weeks in advance. It was like talking about the highway closures in Vermont. <laughs> where like you just couldn't even get places. It's like, you know, this is a good area to live. You get all four seasons and yep. none of them are too extreme. Yeah, I definitely value after living in Florida for college for four years and not having seasons. Do you miss them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's yeah. kind of like a perspective of the the time of year, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where everything else just gets, like, meshed together. Yeah. You don't have them. Nothing ever really changes. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so. I'd skip winter a couple years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it was. That's I always, I always say it. It was the best place to go to college, but I would never want to live there. Yeah. Like Adam and Adam and our buddy John are just like counting down the days until they can move to Florida. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I'll just visit you in the wintertime. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Peak season. Yeah. You know, what are we? T- so were you there in the summers? A couple of years, too. I took like two summer semesters because the classes were a joke. Does it get, <laughs> <laughs> did it get much hotter than normal there? Yeah. It, yeah. Like we're I was talking, in Orlando, too. So oh, we're talking about landlocked. Disney. We're yeah. talking about Ooh. Universal Studios. Yeah. I mean, those are Orlando, the city limits of our, it's got to be one of the geographically one of the biggest like and sprawling sprawl and then also but also still metropolitan enough to have people where it's not just like this massive land yeah yeah. with nobody in it yeah um because i mean ucf the college was to get to disney is 45 minute drive right Mm. you're still in orlando yeah Mm. yeah that's like los angeles yeah so it's kind of wild in that way but um but it it gets so fucking hot like we i mean i would We'd have, like, in the fall or spring, because when I was there in the summertime, I didn't have forced workouts at 6 a.m., so I wasn't getting up at that time. <laughs> yeah. But even, like, in the, in the spring and fall, getting up that early and uh, just stepping out of the apartment into the air and start sweating. And, to just, fuck like, it. and it's like, thick. It's, it's 545. This is yeah. not supposed to be happening yeah. anywhere. And there'd be like a th- a fucking thunderstorm every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah one o'clock, roll in. <laughs> it would no joke. It, yeah. was, it would roll in right around one o'clock every day, and just rain as hard as shit <laughs> for thirty minutes, and then stop. And then it was a steam bath. Yeah. Like yeah. if we had an afternoon golf round, like if we teed off anywhere, you know, after eleven a.m., yeah. it would be right in the middle of the round. Just pour for twenty minutes. You'd just stand under a tree and. Wait it out. Wait it out. <laughs> but the ground, I mean, it's so hot, the ground just soaks it all up. Oh, so it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah different. different. I would, but I would uh, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. But, I mean, Adam does, he wants to live on the on the ocean, though, too, or, like, he close to. to so, in the ocean. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah. He would. Yeah. Um, 
He's Portuguese. So you get the, He's a man of the sea. You get the you get a little bit more breeze out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just the dead air of yeah. And he can come stay up here when his uh, whole home is threatened by massive uh, hurricanes. Yeah. So he'll come up to Delco and hang out with me. Yeah. I'll go down and stay at his house and then just hang around where I think wrestlers might be to <laughs> 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 see if I could, you know. Hang out with them. You know, I'm a cool guy. I have some wrestling training, so simpatico. Let's take a quick break, gang. And then uh, we'll come back. We'll read your fan mail. We'll play some games and, uh, you know, more rousing conversation. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? That sounds fun. Yeah. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just want to remind you to please rate Doom Thugs Podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use that lets you rate things like that. And follow us on all social medias, Doom Thugs, Doom Thugs Podcast. You can find us there, uh, the big ones. We're not on any minor platforms. And as always, please, if you have any questions about buying a home, selling a home, finding a rental or credit repair, any sort of financial inquiry, check out our pal, Mr. Realtor, M-R-R-E-E-L-T-O-R on Instagram or Adam Costa on Facebook. Uh, he's a dear friend of the show and he's uh, he's here to help. So, and he'd be happy to help you. Pennsylvania, Delaware, he could buy and sell your house. And as always... Have a great week. Be nice to everybody. Uh, Internalize your anger and don't take it out on the people you love because, you know, you're not uh, helping. Bye. back everybody to the doom thugs podcast episode 238 michael here with harrison hey yo and kyle yo 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 that is a song called am 180 by a band called granddaddy oh it's perfect for you then why because you like saying daddy oh oh yeah granddaddy granddaddy it's a granddaddy little track 
Um, I found this song from I was on title, and I was listening. <laughs> What's that? To, <laughs> I was listening to the one of my shoot favorite songs, the theme song to Pete and Pete. Yeah, the Adventures of Pete and Pete. I'm sorry, and uh, that song came on like if you play a track, sometimes it'll kick you right into a playlist of tracks suggested S- off of that track, similar to like a Spotify yeah, or, yeah. or one of the services people actually use um and this song came on there and i was like i don't know what they're using to make that sound in the beginning but i love it i'm into granddaddy and maybe i'll dive into their catalog or maybe this will be one of those bands where i have one track from them that i love and that's it it's all i need always easy to find you know what i mean i put it on my favorite tracks list it's on my it's not on my gym playlist okay it's not the vibe i want at the gym when i'm kicking ass I uh, shouldn't have probably worked legs today. I forgot I actually had a hockey game tomorrow, so we'll see how that works Aye. out. But I'm a fucking monster, okay? I'm a genetic freak. Doesn't matter to me. What'd you think about losing Simmons? That was sad. Sad mm. to see him go. I was uh, talking about Wayne Simmons of the Philadelphia Flyers, recently traded away at the mm. trade deadline. Sad to see him go, but, you know, it's one of those things that happens in hockey, I guess. Um First of all, Father Time is cruel and a yeah. bastard, and I can't believe he was here eight years or something like that. Yeah. I didn't realize it. It's fucking also time, you know, barrels on uncontrollably, and you know, before you know it, eight fucking years has can't passed. Can't slow that fucker down. But time. Hopefully, you know, he's one of those players that I'll always root for. Like if the Flyers are out of it, I'll always pull for yeah, for yeah, him yeah. to to win a cup somewhere else. I wish he could have done it here. He was a great. A great ambassador for the team and just a tough, fucking mean motherfucker. Yeah. Skinny as shit, like a wiry guy that was strong as fuck. And people in the league were legit afraid of that guy. As they should be. Yeah, he'll fucking kill you. But, <laughs> you know, you miss that on the team when it's gone. But, you know, the, they were pretty tough last night. Excuse me. Travis Konechny, who's got to be such a dick to play against. Are they in the hunt for the playoffs? They're currently sitting. As of yesterday, they were like seven points out. Okay. Not good. No. It's going to be tough. Yeah. They won last night. I don't know what the – so the Penguins and the uh, Hurricanes possibly are just ahead of them. So they won the other night, but so did the Penguins and the Hurricanes. So it does nothing for you, yeah. It's, so it's going to be tough. They re- if they make it, it'll be damn near a miracle. Because earlier in the season, when they were at their lowest, the chances were under five percent mm. that they made the playoffs. So mm. if they make it, it'll be it'll be a great story. But <laughs> what do you think, Harrison? I still confuse uh, Ben Simmons and Bill Simmons. So the introduction of Wayne Simmons is now completely throwing me off my game. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I do occasionally read The Ringer, uh, so I know who Bill Simmons is. Uh, yeah, Bill Simmons, you know. Huh. We love him, I guess. <laughs> I've this obviously is don't Sim- read ends. There's a D in it. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I was going to say real quick, uh, this is the OG purple shirt. Okay. And I'm very uh. sad I'm going to have to retire it soon because there's a gaping hole in the armpit. That's right all right. Uh, cut. You just a, it's just a sleep shirt. Turn thing. it into yeah. a sleeveless, bro. All oh. my shirts are sleep shirts, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sleeve. Yeah, perfect sleeveless. Now it's your beach purple. Yeah, OG. yeah, yeah. cut those sleeves off, dude. Yeah. Keep wearing it. Yeah, yeah. 
you gotta you gotta cut it right though yeah. it's very possible to cut a t-shirt into a sleeveless and make you look like a fucking asshole wearing a box (laughs) you gotta go in a little bit you gotta show the traps a little bit daddy (laughs) what are we doing all right every single week we post jesus (laughs) oh god that was from seinfeld every single week (laughs) (laughs) oh god That was when George left the his briefcase in the office. Oh, it <laughs> fell down. And he has the recording. Then he's like, I knocked over your briefcase, which for some reason had a <laughs> running tape recorder. That show, give me a break. Go ahead. Every single week we post a question on our social media, and you guys respond. And now we read back your fan mail and discuss the question ourselves. But first, I have to reach into the family bag, pull the song. This week's song is a little bit something like Roller Coaster of Mail. Say what? Roller Coaster. Uh, Roller Coaster of Mail. Say what? Roller Coaster. Uh, Your mail is like a roller coaster, baby, baby. I want to write. Your mail is like a roller coaster, baby, baby. I want to write. Very good, Harris. Thank you. Thank you. Let me ask you Brought this. Ripley to the front of the crowd. Yeah, she yeah. ran down the steps She's for that to performance. See if everyone was all right <laughs> for a rescue. Miss Harrison, was that a parody of the Ohio Players or of the Peppers? I'm glad you asked. It was of the Ohio Players. Oh, very good. The original. Yeah. That's a that's my cover of the chi- the pip the Peppers version. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm at the point in my life where I, I don't like the peppers anymore. <laughs> I might have to admit I sincerely like a lot of pepper songs. Do you? Yeah. You're allowed to. Yeah. But you could also like them and admit there's things that are funny about them. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, you heard the hesitation in my voice. Yeah. I mean, peppers kind of became the butt of a joke. But, yeah. But you could like the peppers. I'm not right. going yeah. to. What do you like? What are your top three peppers? <laughs> Just like call them the peppers. Uh, can't stop can't stop of course um there's a really really old one they have called fight like a brave ah yeah and then um i really like aeroplane yeah that (laughs) i have to look something up Um, fight like a brave was like back like their first cd when everybody was like oh these guys are like really funky and cool and different i think they're produced by george clinton yeah um they were definitely like funk then and then like everything after Mm -hmm. that was more like pop with a shade of funk yeah and i mean of course we're talking there was some rock and roll yeah yeah Yeah, some straight up rock uh i feel like they're a lot like green day in the sense that once they hit a certain age or number of albums then they just turn to pure pop i uh like they lost all their like identity mm. of like subgenres and then they just turned into pop yeah well, I mean, that's the retirement make, village. Yeah, yeah. how you make the money yeah. at the end. I, what, I, what were you looking up? I'll tell you in a second. Okay. I've, this is not a lie at all. This is not even a slight exaggeration. One summer, um, it's was, it was probably like seventh, eighth grade, somewhere in that window, um, we had a, I had a friend, uh, Zach, who would come down the beach. It was like our, our first summer's friends, and we were, you know, probably hung out too much and eventually went sour, but... Yeah. We were like together all the time. He came down the the beach. Like we would spend two weeks there every summer, and and he came down for the two weeks. So it was like you know, we were like best friends. It was great. Saw yeah. him every day. There was about 
stop chewing the table. There's about, <laughs> you know, once a night. This is an exaggeration. Once a night. Like, he was super into music, and I thought he was cool, so then I was, like, getting into Ooh. music more at that point. But we were listening to once a week. I mean, once a night. At least, sometimes twice. We would listen from start to finish the entirety of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. <laughs> the entire album. Every night. Wow. And we were, we were like, we were, we were like, all in. Like, this is probably the best album ever made. The Peppers are the best. <laughs> and we were like, uh, you know, all in. We were also talking about forming a band at that point. Neither one of us owned or played an instrument <laughs> there was, you, go. <laughs> but, you know you just go for things sometimes yeah. you know what i mean we were like the peppers rule we're gonna be a peppers cover band <laughs> <laughs> uh but oh yeah i want to look up in my mind that airplane song first appeared on like fucking like i feel like the only album it was on was like the uh conehead's soundtrack or something like that yeah so they had a couple songs like that. Like um their cover of Love Roller Coaster is only on the Beefs and Butthead Do America. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Aeroplane or maybe another song was just for a um uh, movie soundtrack. Huh. I feel like it's this one cuz like the only album songs are a collection of singles. Yeah. Anyway. Let's read some fan mail. All right. Do you want there's a lot. Do you want to bounce back and forth? Uh, sure. All right. Uh so on Twitter, we're at Doom Thugs. Bill says Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2, I'm pretty good at, but I don't know about professionally. Just think of this, Coors Light. For just a few thousand dollars a month, this could be the Curse. fan mail bag brought to you by Coors Light. Curse Light. The, the Coors Light fan mail. 20 grand. Yeah. The fan mail fermenter. Yeah. Four times a year. That's it. It's nothing to Coors Light. Uh, that's a drop in the bucket. God. You know what? We need, we need a good old-fashioned um, hashtag the promotion yeah i sent you an idea but you did not you go you when uh like two uh, days ago i didn't get it uh hashtag oh wait let me i'm not gonna get it right unless i read it read it um hashtag doom chugs hashtag doom get chugs. mike Coors light because it almost rhymes that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good we might have to start implementing that i might have to give that to my team get i was a, um spread Never mind. I'll tell you something else off the, off the air. Uh, so, yeah. So, that was Bill's answer. Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2. I guess... Now, the question is kind of silly. I borrowed that game from him, and I could not get past, like, the third level. It's very hard. Fuck that game. It's very hard. Uh, part of the fun, at least for me... Like, I, I really appreciate everybody's answers. A lot of fun answers. Um, part of the fun in me is imagining how you could play certain games professionally. So, I'm thinking, like, Donkey Kong Country, like, maybe a speedrun game. Like, of course. Like that. Uh, I believe there is a score mechanic in the game, so maybe you can get a high score. Yeah. I don't know if there is a score mechanic or not, um, but yeah. Uh, Alana, our new friend, Hakutaku Blog, says, The Sims 3. Again, great game to think about yeah, how you play how professionally. Like, yeah, because that's all. Like quickest to make the character go insane, like quickest to make the character die. There's like, you have th It's like a three-hour competition. Yeah. It's like whoever... <sighs> That. has more money and uh has 
at the end of three hours. That would be hours, the most boring thing to view ever. I'd watch it. No, I, I would watch it too. I would watch a competitive Sims tournament. I would love to. If anyone has a Sims tournament, let me do play-by-play for it, okay? Alana could come do color commentary. She's I actually really like this idea. I think we should do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think Leah, I, Leah and all of her siblings would play. I actually get it going. I think I have the Sims 3 because... um. One of the things about being a PC gamer for the past like five six years is that um you get a ton of free games yeah and I think at one point I got The Sims three for free so I think I have that game fuck yeah at here's least what the, I'm at imagining because the there's all that DLC I don't I check. need a long table with many <laughs> tower tower CRT monitor keyboard mouse setups like the you know South I mean? Park episode where yeah. they're in the basement yeah, just yeah. All. <laughs> yes I need you know it's got to look right for doing this. Uh, Over on Instagram, we're at Doom Thugs. There, uh, Justin <laughs> says SimCity 2000. Same thing. Same thing. I would love to see a competitive SimCity 2000 tournament. SimCity 2000 used to. You would need a panel of judges, like judging on certain yeah. categories, right? I think SimCity 2000 specific. Sorry to cut you off. I think SimCity 2000 specifically would be quickest to get Godzilla to show up. You, that's too easy, though. You just gotta go to a drop-down menu. Is that really what, how you do it? Yes. Oh, I was always under the impression that like it's, a, it's triggered somehow. Jonathan, it would be, eventually, Okay. but Jonathan Locklear and I would would start the game up, go open a new town, maybe build two buildings, drop-down menu, disasters, earthquake, tornado. Like <laughs> I didn't realize that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was any other way to play the dang game. I never got into those um, sim builders like uh-huh. Roller Coaster Tycoon or SimCity. Or, yeah. I get into them still every now and then. Yeah. It's on the um, SNES thing that you have. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have, I've played the Sims. I have the cartridge still. I wonder if that's worth any money. Hmm. Ten grand if you want a cartridge the Sims with my saves on it. Yeah. I don't care. All right. Next answer. <laughs> Sean says, Farmville. Come on, dog. Water my crops. I thought we were Facebook friends. You accepted my friend request. Then you don't water my crops? What gives, dog? <laughs> <laughs> what a small section of the world. Like this joke, this Farmville reference will always strike a such a small amount of humanity on earth you know what i mean <laughs> leah leah has an embarrassed embarrassing farm she was calling her younger i think brother while she was in europe on her first <laughs> like, on her first study abroad yeah. in italy or somewhere it's like i'm traveling you need to water my crops or i'm gonna lose it's <laughs> so ridiculous uh i love it like those games like you you don't even realize that you say yes um like you have permission to harass my facebook friends for <laughs> coins and shit i remember um like two i had two facebook friends that i did not know knew each other but whatever and the one was like every day like five or six candy crush things mm. and then <laughs> The one who just wrote on her wall, I will literally never play Candy Crush with you. Please stop. And then she responded, I don't know how to stop it. (laughs) Uh, Blue Line Assassin says, probably Horizon Zero Dawn. Do you have any information on that game, Harrison? What are we talking about here? Well, I know what the game is, but I don't know how to spin it to be professional. So it's basically a single-player game. You're a young woman in, like, I guess, I don't know if it is Earth or not, but basically it's 
it's after the apocalypse, but then people have built things back up. It was a robot apocalypse. Okay. And so, like, now you play as this young woman, you have this, like, bow and arrow, might be, like, a tech bow, like, with, you know. But anyway, I believe in that game, you also, like, tame, like, robot dogs to then fight for you. Oh, cool. So, I'm not entirely, I, I definitely want to play it. It's a PS4 exclusive. Um, oh, this is a new game. It's a new game. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, chime in again to uh, tell us how you'd play it professionally. I like the name, too, Blue Line Assassin. Yeah. Sounds like hockey ref. <laughs> Reference. Um, I shorten words a lot. Uh, <laughs> and recently, I thought, and Tammy doesn't. My wife, Tammy, does not. She speaks like an adult. But <laughs> she said something, and I thought she said, uh, Home Depot's going out of biz. And I was like, did you just say Home Depot's going out of biz? And she was like, no, I don't talk like that. And I was like, I didn't think you did. Good. Like, I hope I'm not like a bad influence on you. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, uh, something totally different. <laughs> you, were, you were listening well. I probably, I was probably, you know, I don't have the best hearing. Uh uh, the swan says says we golf there you go that'd be a fun mm. one to be a pro at yeah you know what i mean I remember it's like you're did you ever play that kyle oh yeah yeah it's like you're doing video games and sports the, the we one the Wii one was just nothing compared to the playstation one. Oh yeah you've talked about that yeah. before yeah. how how the move is yeah. awesome yeah, yeah. And that's a that's like a real golfer getting satisfaction out of that. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. that's a real test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, over on Facebook, where the Doom Thugs podcast, uh, Mike from Tellist and Everything Is Awesome podcast says, "I could be a very low tier Tetris player." Hey, we don't have to go to the majors, right? Right. Yeah, just yeah. play professionally. Yeah. yeah, I'd play minor league baseball for you know hundred k a year money. Yeah, <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably play minor league baseball for free, honestly. <laughs> I don't, don't want to um actually you, but uh, I have read, I have seen some different stories about how minor league baseball players specifically get like really shat upon and like have like only get like thirty thousand a year or something. Oh uh, yeah, but like that sucks for them, right? As like people that dedicate their life to it. Yeah, yeah. Man, if you're just like asshole. turning it on, for the, <laughs> turning it on for a year and still making money. Uh. Is this Jonathan Locklear? Yeah. Jonathan Locklear says, the one video game I've beaten a couple times... Oh my god, thank you for writing this in. The one one video game I've beaten a couple times as a kid, Streets of Rage 2. Not only that, but also almost beaten many more times until getting to that last guy at the end who uses a gun as a hitting weapon. Yes. Yes. Jonathan and I would play Streets of Rage 2. For hours, hours, hours. That was like the best. <laughs> now, would you be surprised to learn that uh, my brother and I played Streets of Rage 2 and was a source of many arguments because there is friendly fire in there. Yeah, there's a built-in mm-hmm. gimmick in that game that just causes friction between people. Yes. And it's it's very easy to hit each other and especially grab each other. Yes. And... Unless you have a good system down where you split the screen or something, you're going to get into some arguments. Yeah. Now, in terms of professionally, uh, what's interesting about this game is I've seen speedruns and like they optimize it so like they're beating the game in like 40 minutes. Yeah, 
but a lot of the game is kind of on rails. Yeah. And you can't like force it through until like the game says, no, you're ready to go to the next section. Yeah. You got to go score or you got to go right. l- l- less damage taken. Yes. Or something like something that. Something like that. Uh, uh, who's next? But, but yeah, that le- the last guy, we would get to the last guy. I don't, I've never beat it with him. But Who'd the, you play as? Uh, as a kid, I was usually. We would we would probably flip flop, um, Axel and Skate. I was always Max, the big bruiser. That's guy. who I am now. Yeah, but at the time, <laughs> I was confused. Never played it. Yeah, let's play it right now. We can. Uh, uh, Jessica says Sonic Two. I'll get all the Chaos Emeralds by the casino level. That'd Lies. be impressive. Yeah, Lies. I don't think that's possible. Jim says. NHL, but Kevin Engel has to be my partner. We are a beast together. Jim and Kevin were on the show last week. Yeah, thank you. All right, Reynolds. Oh, here we go. Says, <laughs> no bullshit, I suck at video games. I only win because I cheat. With that said, I would like to point out my brothers Sean and Justin are in a class of their own. If there was a video game job uh, where you had to create the craziest, funniest wrestling avatars... <laughs> Justin would be the CEO. Case in point, my brother Justin literally created all the Goodfellas cast <laughs> on the WWF game for the N64. Mike, I believe you are a witness to this. Yes. As for my brother Sean, Sean's one talent is on Call of Duty. When he kills you in the game, he loves to teabag his dead opponent. Mm-hmm. He has probably teabagged a million dead opponents. I know myself, the rest of my siblings, and his friends have felt his wrath. He's the Jeff Bezos of teabagging video game opponents. <laughs> Could you imagine making the entire cast of Goodfellas <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> just for fun? <sighs> Carol says, is Pong still around? Yes, it is. Uh, Mike B says... Is that your mom? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Mike B says, not that I play it very often, but I can do some work in GoldenEye. Haven't been beaten in like 20 years. GoldenEye is fun. A lot of different ways you could play that. I yeah. sucked at that game. Me no. too. Me too. That multiplayer, I sucked yeah. at. My dad says Pong. Hmm. Hey, my the, dad the, and your mom. The parents of Doom Thugs. Yeah, yeah. Connecting Pong. And finally, Joel S says the OG Half Life Team Fortress Counter Strike AWP surgery for days. Uh, the AWP is a sort of um, sniper rifle in the game, and the really good players of that game would basically do what's called flick shots where you just like move uh, the mouse yeah. and then like you just catch somebody in the head and it's a one shot one kill yeah yeah, yeah. and he and that's like serious gaming where people make like lots of money right yeah that was like the og like um counter strike or i'm sorry so there's the game half-life that came out and then both team fortress and counter strike were mods of half-life that then got spun off into their own games yeah 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 uh the OG Counter Strike is like one of the early esport things, along with like Quake. Do those? Do you know this, Harrison? Do those top tier, the top level uh, gamers? Yeah. Uh, competitive gamers. I'm not talking about streamers. Yeah. Do they? You think they're making six figures or what? What are we talking about? It depends Seven? on the game. It depends yeah. on the who's sponsoring the events for that particular. Right. Right. Um, six figures. Ah, oh, if it's six figures, it's low six figures. Hey, six is six, yeah. baby. Right. <laughs> There's mean, one a, a restaurant I work with has like viewing parties for the Philly Fusion. 
Really? Is like yeah, the, their, o- the Overwatch League. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, they have like watch parties. Our Comcast comes in like the day before, yeah. puts in extra TVs, Holy and shit. wires everything yeah. up outside, puts tents and everything. And That's, yeah, Blizzard has it. In- what do you, do you mind saying, or we shouldn't plug people, oh, should uh, we? No, yeah. Wahoos, Tacos, and more. In, I like the sound of it. Yeah. yeah. It, where it's is in, it? Uh, it's on Chestnut Street. It's like pretty much on like right in between Pet. Penn and Drexel's campuses. Nice. Yeah. Philadelphia. So he does. He does a bunch of events with the universities and, you know, has good relationships with some of the sports teams, guys, and stuff like that. So he's a smart smart guy, the owner there. I was going to say, so the Philadelphia Fusion is part of all the video game Overwatch. Uh, Yeah. And what's interesting is the publisher of Overwatch, Blizzard, basically they themselves set up this like 12 team league mm. and they set it up like sports franchises where like mm-hmm. cities have teams so yeah. there's yep. like uh probably 6 to 8 teams based in the US and then the rest of the, the league is all over the world yeah uh, it's, it's interesting it's an interesting way to do it um i never really got into watching competitive overwatch though yeah, I kind of want if, if he does it again this year, I kind of have interest in going just to see what it's all about. I'll go check out the scene. Yeah. What kind of crowd packs that place? You know what I mean? I, I mean, I would bunch imagine. Bunch of Poindexters? Bunch right. of geeks? I, yeah, I don't know. It's probably a pretty eclectic group, I would I'll imagine. I'll go. I'll get shit face. Yeah. Did I, uh, I, I know we talked about it uh, last summer. Good food? That really good food. Well, I, mean, fresh. I want some tacos. I want some tacos, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, Wahoo's Tacos. Summer, I went to the gaming convention in Oaks, PA, yep. uh, near King of Prussia. And uh, at that event, they had a stream set up of people lining a desk, five computers, five computers. I forget what game they were playing. It was either Overwatch or League of Legends. But if you're out there, go to uh, the, Perky mm, the Perky on Brower Avenue, the best okay. barbecue and some of the best barbecue in the area. Really? Sure. Right. Always yeah. looking for that. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. go to Arnold's. Ride some go karts. Oh, okay. nice! Bowl, bowl, arcade. Laser How about uh, what's McCall uh, what's call on three twenty two? Changing to bowl bolero, bolero, yeah, bolero, yeah. bolero. Bol- yeah. Bill said it's like it's. I don't know. I haven't been in there yet. You but, haven't. Uh-huh. Uh, I usually bowl once a year at at Bill's birthday party, but. There's no bowling for Bill this year. No, it's canceled. It was so it was no. so hopping at Bolero. No, they had to cancel. Um, All right, what do you guys say? What video game do you think you could play professionally? And if it's a non-traditional game, how would it be played professionally? Mm. I can go first. Okay, fire away. Um, I'm like Mike Tetris. Um, I low level Tetris. I don't know what my skill level is. Um, Tetris is a game that I've always loved, but I never really got like super into it until recently because I think it's going through a new sort of revolution between. Um, so there was like uh, new shapes. Uh, no, no new shapes. <laughs> but um, there'd be a revolt in the streets if there was a new shape. <laughs> Over the course of like two years, there was a competitive game called Poyo Poyo Tetris, which got a lot of people sort of into competitive Tetris. Um, and then there was Tetris Effect, which is a single-player game, but it's like a really polished Tetris game. Uh-huh. Um, and then now, recently, there's the Tetris Boy, uh, Battle Royale called Tetris 99. Mm-hmm. And it's like that; those three in a row, I feel like, are boosting the the um, the awareness of competitive Tetris. Because mm-hmm. I've always seen events like competitive Tetris, but like NES Tetris. But now we have three modern games that are high-profile Tetris. Uh, my other answer is my current love, which is Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to play that professionally, but there's no way I'm skilled in that enough in that game. 
I always thought the original Tetris was Game Boy in my mind for whatever you know what i mean the, t- the whole saga of tetris is so interesting yeah uh it was basically created by the russian guy uh more or less in his spare time when he was working for the russian government <laughs> in sick moscow and then three different gaming countries outside of russia were trying to get him to sneak out of the country to give them the game uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh but then the russian government caught wind of it and became this whole thing it's it's a crazy story. Uh, back in the early 2000s, the BBC did a documentary on it, and it's like mm. one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Wow. It's a little bit hard to watch nowadays because like hard to find, but like the whole story is just crazy. And then like now even to this day, like you know, there's all different types of Tetris games, and they sort of license it from the Tetris group, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, you think of Tetris, you think of blocks falling, you clear them, you get points. But like you every Tetris game has out. different flavors and different styles. Some have holds, some don't. It's yeah. crazy. I still love that uh, noise you get from making a Tetris. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Now, when you asked this question, yeah, was the question asked as in what game do you think you're good enough at to be professional, or is the question if you could pick any game to be good enough at to play it professionally, which would it be? My intention was the first way. Okay. What game are you good enough at that you think you can play professionally? <laughs> the answer to that, which is why I thought it would lead to funny answers, like people saying The Sims or fun. yeah, yeah. The answer is would have to be none. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gaming my entire life, and I still suck at it. But I'm trying to even think of a game that I I beat to the you know to the end to the kill screen consistently, <laughs> and it's like. Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> but I mean, even that, like, I play the whole game because it's got like different endings you could choose. Not not Sunset Riders for you? No, I've never beaten it. Really? Yeah, I'm super good at the first three levels of Sunset Riders. Okay, and then I get shitty. So if I could play those three levels professionally all day, but I can't. So I'm gonna go with. Um, of course, yeah, what I just said, Grand Theft Auto Five, but I'm not even that good at it. And I've played it through several times so I could choose different endings, but two of the endings I just can't choose because they're mean and you have to kill your friends. Mm. <laughs> so I pick the nice guy ending every single time. have no idea what the other endings look like. All right. Just thought I could just look it up. All right. Answer it the I other way. What game? What game would you like to pinball? Play? But it's not a video mm-hmm. game. But if I, I mean, there's there's pinball. If video I games. could play yeah. pinball professionally, that'd be a dream come okay. true. Or um, Street Fighter Five, so I could uh, become friends with Kenny Omega. <laughs> Kyle? I have to say, uh, probably Hot Shots Golf Two. Nice. nice. PS Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to, uh, just a ridiculous amount of hours, you know, mm-hmm. just a couple of dudes on the golf team playing yeah. golf, Japanese <laughs> golf video games at one <laughs> thirty in the morning, drinking Miller Lite, there you or, go. or cheap whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> golf is but life. They, but it was, I mean, we would play, and you know, if the if two of us were playing at the same time, we'd be like twenty shots ahead of all the other computer. <laughs> so if you didn't shoot twenty under par, you, you were toast. You, you weren't playing good enough. And it's such cheesy, like one of the when you hit a good shot, so one of the lines was like, 
cream cheese. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you could tell it was definitely a Japanese-made uh, yeah, yeah. video game, so all the... Oh man, that was really funny. You know that baby. But, the best, the game I was probably best at ever was like Tiger Woods. That's, I was gonna say oh four Tiger Woods too was gonna be on on the list. But if I had to pick, like I've played Tiger oh four with people that are way better than I am. Like uh, some yeah. of my brothers they used to they had a game called Drinking Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, and all the the rules are one of my brothers' college buddies still has the rules, which is like on a rip, the back's like rip side of a Coors Light case, <laughs> like the ten rules of drinking Tiger. If you make a double bogey, you drink for ten seconds. <laughs> a birdie, you pass three seconds, and had like so many rules. But they would sh- just like same deal. Like yeah. if you weren't shooting twenty five under par yeah. for eighteen holes, yeah. like you, you were, you weren't going to play the next game. Yeah. That had to, that, that but was hot shots. Yeah. I was we. That's what did you get so good at more. at one point that it just became boring almost. Yes and no. Yeah, because then you would just start over with like a different character. Uh, and, yeah, that's what I felt with Tiger. Like, yeah, created myself. Yeah, unlocked all the clothes I wanted to wear, and then it was just like yeah. now I figured out the patterns. That's what, I mean. If to answer your question the second way, golden tea. Like if I mm. could be amazing at golden tea, yeah. Like I'm decent at golden tea, but I've again I've played with some some guys that are just boom. You could be insane. so loud playing, that, yeah. right? like like invariably there's you hit it so hard that your hand and, smashes yeah, into the wake thing. Wake up, bruised. Yeah. The next day. <laughs> that was not worth it. <laughs> uh, there's this game at. The uh, now defunct, but at one point the best arcade in the world, the Surfside Arcade in um, Rehoboth Beach, they had a big video batting cage, and mm. like it was there for years and years and years. I'm sure it was a huge investment to buy this huge piece of. So it was, like, it was there for till the till the place closed. But by the end of the tenure, like. So it was basically the bat was an aluminum bat with like reflective tape wrapped around it. Okay. So people would hit the screen all the time by accident. So by the end of it, there was the screen was pretty fucked up. But god damn, that was fun. God bless Surfside Arcade. Let's <laughs> play this game real quick. All right, uh, we're gonna do wits and wagers. We haven't played this in a long time. Uh, basically, it's a guessing game. Every answer is a number closest without going over gets a point for that rounds they're all fun questions first question is how many points did michael jordan score during his 15th season nba career 15 total points total points in the 15th season no no in his all 15 all 15 all 15 15. Hmm. i feel like i'm either going to be way under or way over All right, I'm locked in. Fifteen seasons he did? Yeah. I'm going to, like, ruin my cred here as, like, a sports fan that I'm not even going to be close, and I have no idea. All right. You guys all locked in? How many do they score a season? Like, 20, 25? Points? Yeah. Yeah, seems right. All right. I said... Everybody's locked in? Yeah, locked. 20,000. That's 75,000. 400,000. <laughs> <laughs> Actual answer is... 
32,292. Okay, I was close. Everyone was over? No, I was under. I had 20,000. There you go. 32K? Yeah. So he scored like... Ten points a game. I do we want a, do we want another basketball question? It's about Wilt Chamberlain, not about his sexual conquest, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wilt Chamberlain. Wait. What was? What are we Michael playing Jordan's to? Three. Fact? Or, what are we playing to? Uh, there was no fact. Uh-oh. Uh. Th- three. Three points. Three points. Yeah. Right. Wilt Chamberlain has the record for most points scored in an NBA game. What is that record? I have a locked-in answer. I yes. do as well. Yep. Fire. Right. I said 95. I got 80. The answer is 100. Yeah. 100 on the button. Yes. Fuck yes. That was in Hershey, wasn't it? It was. It was, yeah. No no video foot. Like, there's just, you know, yeah. they would play sports games. And, a couple people writing about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Some people say it was fake. In feet and inches. How like tall? Like the moon landing. Yep. In feet and inches, how tall is Michelangelo's David statue? We had this one. Yeah, we did. What is the answer? Uh, 16 feet, 11 inches. Oh, God, he's huge. Yeah. How big was the wiener? (laughs) (laughs) He should play in the NBA. What percent of Americans have been to Alaska? Oh, good question. Bam, bam. Philadelphia Fusion. I had that in my head since uh, we were talking about that. Locked. They should. That should be their song. Locked. Twenty-seven percent. Said nine. I said four percent. Nine point two four percent. Thirteen percent. Yes. All right. How much did you have? Nine point two four. There you go. Kyle, we're in a three-way tie here. One to one to one. Playing wits and wagers, of course. How many hazardous waste sites are located in New Jersey? <laughs> one big one, if you ask me, the whole state. <laughs> hi <Hi-yo. laughs> uh, Of course, we just tease the Garden State. What state is not without their problems? I can only buy beer for 20 minutes on a Sunday. <laughs> Jesus, H. Christ. I'm locked. I'm locked in. I'm locked. 20. 17. Hazardous waste sites. Actual answer is 222. Take it. 39 wins. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's the most of any state. North Dakota has the least with only one. Uh, probably just, it's probably everything shipped over from Manhattan. Probably, uh, yeah. Kyle, you are in the hammer position with two. One more and you take the cake. Sure. In what year did Kellogg's introduce Pop-Tarts? Oh, Pop-Tarts, dude. Locked in. Yep. Mike? Locked in. I got 1973. 1981. 1951. Actual answer is 1964. So that was... That's you. Yeah, that's me. Wow. Kellogg's introduced Frosted Pop-Tarts in 1967. The only real Pop-Tart, if you ask me. Frost that bitch up. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, so you like frosted, but do you always toast a pop tart? Never, not always. Never, rarely, if ever. Really, I'm too oh, much of a glutton. I just treat, gotta shove it in treat, my mouth. Treat yourself. How many fictional characters have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Oh, fictional. What was it? Like Donald yeah. Duck. Okay. Yeah. How many fictional characters have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I'm going to say. How many stars on? Locked in. I think, but I believe it's about like I want to say I heard eight hundred dollars that celebrities pay to the organization to put their those stuff. fuckers pay for that. Yeah, you also have to pay the Academy to engrave your Oscar uh, with yeah. your name. Oh wait, I'm thinking they don't. Do they have to pay to do that gimmick where they put their fucking hands in cement and shit? That's the Walk of Fame. Yeah, but those the uh, the I feel like they're different things. Mm. They're different spots. We're talking about the stars on the street here. Yeah. Not the theater with the with the imprints. I always thought it was the same thing. I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, I have 10. Wait. I also have 10. I have 31. <sighs> Actual answer, 18. Fuck. So what happens in a tie? It's right. not a tie. You win. But I mean, oh, so we both get points then? Yeah. All right. Because you only had one. I only had one. In 1978, Mickey Mouse became the first animated character to receive a star. Congrats, Harry. Thank you. Well played. How did you get screwed last time? I forget. Because the the second half of the episode didn't record. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You did win. What a tragedy. It was. Well. Shit happens. It does. So... Well, do you guys have anything more that you want to get out of, off your chest here before we say goodbye for this week? No, that just thanks for him. The good way to I got I start my weeks now on Sunday mornings, so okay. good way to end the weekend. Thanks okay. again for the invite. Absolutely, thank you for being here. Appreciate it's always it. a pleasure. Might hit the uh, might hit the deli now. Oh. oh yeah, my parents were in town, and my dad picked up Carmere's hoagies. <sighs> Uh, real quick, uh, I, I've I've said this a bunch of times. I have a medium blog. I oh. finally figured out my username. It's, there you go. It's at Harrison Perp. Harrison, one Perp. word. <coughs> that Harrison be? Perp. Medium dot com slash at Harrison Perp. There we go, folks. Check out Harrison's blog. Mine's on large. <laughs> 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 Uh, we did it, folks. Hey, we're in March. We're in March, baby. Yeah. We're in the home so Leah, stretch Leah said here. that today. You know, it's, no, it's not even a winter month anymore. It is a spring month. It's just snowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's almost gone. Yeah. In like a lion, huge snow, five inches, out like a lamb, 500 degrees. You know what I'm talking about? Let's do it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great week. Uh... You know, I got nothing else for you, folks. I'm tapped out. Yeah. Okay? I've been to the gym today. What have you done? <laughs> Sorry about that. But, I made yeah. omelets. Did you? Yeah, they were really good. In? Bacon, cheese, added a little ham in mine. Two pig. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you have to give us grades. I'm a a. All right, solid A. Perfect. I'll take the A. I'll put it in my pocket. Okay. I'm gonna give you an A too. I'll take it. I'm gonna give all the at-home listeners an A plus. All right. Ah, 
Go out and attack this week, right? Fuck yes. Get it going. Get your energy up. You're running out of time to get your body on point for the summer. You know what I mean? You got a month to get a shredded ass six pack of abs. Get to work. I already have